Well, hello there. Welcome back to Bob's Fishbowl. It's me, Bob. I've got great news, Fishby. Remember our friend Disney Princess from the other night? We Disney Princess and I, we spent... Don't worry. We have a whole show to get to, Fishby. Don't, we, ha, we have a whole show to get to. Don't worry. But we spent... We thought it would be like an hour and a half jaunt. An hour and a half friendly jaunt to court. But rather, the Disney princess and I, we were down at the Spokane courthouse forever. And, and, and the good news is we can, we, we can tell the tale because the Disney princess is here. Say hello, Disney princess. Hi, everybody. Yay, Disney princess. Uh, last time I was asked, how old is the Disney princess? Do you care to reveal said age? I'm 28. 28 years old, the Disney princess. Uh, Disney princess, would, would you like to tell everyone what you did uh, to get us in court today, or would you like me to tell them? You can tell them. I can tell them. Okay. <laughs> so, unfortunately, um, if, if, if it hasn't happened to you, we all know multiple people that it's happened to. She got a DUI, which... Which which sucks, and I'm now 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 that now that I'm older and wiser, I'm embarrassed to say I used to drink and drive all the time, not wasted and drive, but significantly well around the legal limit. Like if I would have got pulled over, it wouldn't have been good. And if anything, it's peculiar. You justify you're a safer driver after you've had a few drinks, because then I'm driving like I'm on my driver's test. Meanwhile, when I'm sober, then I'm big city driving, and I'm a zigzagging on the freeway. I, I, anyway, that's a, another, uh, another tangent for another time. But anyway, unfortunately, the bad luck happened to the Disney princess. And she had a lawyer, and, and after going, we've been to multiple of, of these court dates now, and, and, and they've been fine, but she was able to plead it down to, what, what, what was it, what, what, can, you, can you tell us? Um, got pleaded down to reckless driving. Reckless driving. But, this, but reckless driving in Washington State, and, and this is kind of a PSA. I want you to think about this next time you're pondering Uber or Lyft or, or, or leaving the ride where it is, because... She got off relatively easy, and this is still a nightmare. So it got reduced, but she still has up fifteen hundred dollars in court fees plus another. She had it was a five thousand dollar fine with forty five hundred suspended. You do the math, and then three hundred and sixty four days in jail, all suspended plus one year of probation, plus a blow-and-go in a vehicle. That's a lot. For 30 days if I drive, and that's it. For 30 days. All right. All right. So, so you get, you, we're going to get, you, you get out of that just, just by avoiding the whole blow-and-go thing. But then, so, so we did that. Today was just the portion where we, excuse me, where, where we entered, or you entered, uh, 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 the formal plea and, and the judge, and it was, it was, it was very scary. And you, and, and you, what was going through your mind as you, as you had to uh, be in front of a judge and pleading guilty and this judge is talking, what did that feel like? 
It was terrifying. I mean, it's terrible. It's always scary when you have to confront somebody like that and your fate could go really good or it could go really bad. Yeah, I was, it was, it was, it was, anyway. So, obviously, do you want to be in that situation? No. No, you don't. But then, then it got worse because then we had to go over to the prison and and what did we have to do at the prison after we did we register with, or did you register with probation first and then at the prison or, or what happened yeah. next? What happened after we left the courtroom? Because even I was rattled. So after I left the courtroom, I got assigned a probation officer for the next year. Um, and after I do two classes, I just have to turn in two pieces of paperwork to her. And then if I'm good, I won't have to see her for the rest of the year. Um, so hopefully that goes well and I don't get in trouble, which I plan not to. So we'll see how that goes. All right. And then, and then what did we do at the prison? Cause this is the worst part. We get to the prison and what happens? So we get back to the prison, and they take me back to where the inmates are. Well, no, well firstly, what, what do they call... This is the dumbest thing. This is, this, this is just a waste of time for everyone involved. Because basically, you had to go over to the prison to take a mugshot and get fingerprinted. I don't remember the term. Do you recall the term? Yeah, it's called a book and release. A book and release, which also costs money, I think, eventually. So we have to wait forever, forever for these people. And then, and then they, 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 they finally bring you back for this process. And literally all they're doing, for some reason, and I'm not even sure why, they're taking a mugshot and taking fingerprints. Are they just, is this just an, a government employment program? Are they just, do we just need overtime? That This just seems like a waste of time for what got reduced down to a reckless driving, right? Yeah. Um, so, but, but you go back and, and then what happens? So I go back and they take my mugshot and they tell me I have to wait for fingerprints and that I can wait in this little tiny room with all the other cellmates that are waiting to hear back from these other parole officers. And what kind of crowd were they? What, what kind of dream team was in this cell? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, we had two older gentlemen in there in that room that had really sunken in cheeks. Who was the scariest person in the room? Other than you. <laughs> Because I'm sure they're all intimidated of you. Who is the scariest person in the room? Uh, probably the one that wouldn't stop talking to me. Yeah, well, yeah. As a Disney princess, that could happen. Did, didn't one guy demand a baloney sandwich from you? Yeah, they were offering everybody lunch, and I was sitting there waiting <laughs> to get my fingerprints done, and they asked me if I want lunch in this brown paper bag. And, yeah, I'm starving, I'm not going to lie, but... I said no to that because I, I, I can get food afterwards and they can't. So I said no politely. And uh, one of the inmates in there, he was like, no, tell him you want your sandwich. And I was like, no, I'm not hungry. And he really wanted me to do it, but I decided not to. I didn't want to. You were having a tough day. 
and you weren't you weren't getting a bologna sandwich for some no. creepy guy no. in a jail cell. No. At some point, you got to put your foot down. That's right. You can't tell me what to do. This is not how that works. No, this is the clink, and in the clink, you gotta assert yourself immediately. And that's what you did by telling this fucker no way no. on the bologna sandwich. Also, wasn't uh, wasn't the the uh, dare I say overly broad and tattooed female prison officer? Wasn't she a little handsy with the pat down? Yeah, it was it was it was very uh, personable, I guess you could say. It was it was a little it was interesting. It was it was like it like how they 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 left your clothes on right obviously right oh thank God yeah okay yeah. all right but they like do you do you feel um, icky after after icky that's a great way to put it okay yeah, yeah I don't we don't we don't want to do embarrass in any more detail than that no, but but no, afterwards okay. you just felt icky yeah yeah yeah, that yeah okay. that's enough that's enough anyway so and this process we were there for. I mean, it wasn't that long. I mean, but but it was it was it was long enough that while we were waiting in in reception, that that we started playing Hangman like the elementary school game in my notebook. That's that's how much time there was. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's our uh, that's our that's our little public service announcement. So, as I always say, be safe. If you can't be safe. At least be lucky. Don't get in trouble. For the love of God, don't, don't just just. Did, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to tell everyone what to do. The, the last thing I want to be is 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 the preachy guy. But I'm just saying, don't get in trouble. All right. E- everyone has their own love. Just just don't get in trouble. That's the moral of the story, I think. And it's damn expensive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's damn expensive. Anyway, Fishby. You drink and drive all the time? That's stupid. Fishby, you can't, you can't, yeah. Well on cocaine. Okay, thank you, Fishby. So it evens itself out. So you think you can drive. Great, great. That's an awesome, awesome thing. Let's get to the question, shall we? Question one. Dear Uncle Bob, what's the best part of being you? What's the what's the best part of of being me? I've decided my role in life. No matter because for a while I think you try to figure out what your job in life, what your career in life is. And then eventually you start to well what what what's my role in life? And I've decided I might get a business card. My job is angel. That's my job. I want to look at things, and if there's a problem or if there's a way I can help, how can I help? And that's a great role to have in life. And for that, that is the best part about being Uncle Bob. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Uh, yeah, Fish, shut up, Fish B. Your name is in the question. We know it's you. Would you like to tell everyone your plans for August and beyond? 
Oh, we haven't talked about this. Disney Princess knows what's going on here. But we haven't, we haven't talked about this on, on the show yet. We'll go through this in a lot more detail as we get closer to it. But I'm going to tell you the end of this story first. The end of this story, or at least eh, the end, begins with, I, I, I swear to God, I'm so desperate uh, to feel less uh, 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 suicidal and, and, less, and less with the bipolar and less with the anxiety and less with the PTSD and less with the nightmares that, that I'm paying $3,000 to do ketamine therapy, special K, in September I'm doing this. And, the, and you, you go in for 45 minutes, an anesthesiologist, they put an IV in both your arms, and the research on this is real promising. It's promising enough that I'm going to give it a go. But the first session is $500. Insurance obviously doesn't cover something experimental like this. And then uh, you have to do... The initial, you have to do six infusions over two-week time, and each one after that is $425. So it's so, I do the math. I said 3,000, what is that, 272800 I don't do numbers, so I'm doing that. But before I do that, they found that this ketamine therapy, that they've had these great results with a lot of people that are similar to uh, issues with, with my noggin. Um, if you're on a benzodiazepine, a.k.a. a benzo, a.k.a. Valium, Xanax, or Clonopin, uh, the treatment is less likely to be successful. And if I'm going to pay $3,000 for something, I'm going to do everything possible to make it to give it the best opportunity of success. That, that would just be a foolish waste of money. So here's the bad news. I've been on Clonopin for nine years. I used to be on a lot more than I am now, this benzo. Now I'm down to one to one and a half a day. Used to take three a day. But I was on, got nine years. I was on this medication for seven years before a doctor told me, this is not a good everyday medication. You can't be doing to yourself. This makes your odds of dementia go through the roof. Do you want to talk to your grandkids or do you want to be a babbling idiot at the age of 72? So I tried to stop taking it and found it impossible in that moment. Too much was going on in my life. I simply couldn't do it. I just, I just, there's, there's too many things going on, and, and it wasn't the right time for me. So we just significantly lowered the dose I was on every day. Because here's the thing about getting off benzos, and we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole show about this. And believe me, when I'm going through this process, I think we're still going to do shows every day, and, and I'll, or try, and I'll let you know how I'm doing, at least, at least for a minute, or we'll do, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll do, do something on Snapchat or Instagram or, 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 just, or just something. 
But in order to get off these benzos, I mean, Google benzo withdrawal. Google, Google clonopin withdrawal and, 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 and read this stuff. But um, days one to three aren't a lot of fun. But you're not as miserable as you're going to get, even though you feel awful, because this stuff has a half-life of three days. But then after three days, day three to 14 to 21 is hallucinations, potentially, and potentially just everything that goes with horrible withdrawals that, that, you, that you can't sleep and the sweat and you feel like you've got the worst flu of your life and you can't eat and your stomach's killed you. And it's, 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 it's every, it's, it's, it's hell on earth. I've been through horrible, horrible, uh, you know, I've had the back surgeries and, and you know, unfortunately, like, like so many people after those, I got really hooked on pain medication, not once, but twice, but three times. So, and I've been through those withdrawals. These bends, and, and they, and that was bad. Oh my God, that was bad. But this, this is supposed to be next level shit. To the point that I can't even tell my doctor ahead of time that I'm going to do this because they would not let me and odds are put me in a hospital to, to, to uh, insist that I detox there. But I don't, I just, I just think, although that would be safer because like a significant, significant longtime alcoholic withdrawals from this, there is a very real possibility of seizure or worse and let your imagination run wild with worse. But I'm in a house where my mom lives. So just like a good little boy, mom, he'll be able to take care of her son. Well, he's having the time of his life. So I'm going to, I'm, 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 I'm going to do this, uh, uh, after, after the kids leave this summer. So that uh, that's going to be August, and 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 and, and damn it, uh, we're going to do it. We're going to come out the other side, and we're going to be better for it. But it's it's going to suck at the time. But but if we can get through it, and I know we can. I absolutely know we're strong enough to do it. You should see me now, people. I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm not smoking cigarettes. Me and my son, we're taking, you know, my hot bum bags. I'm, we're going on basketball walks every day. There's an exercise bike down. Like, I'm getting my body in as good a shape as possible because the better shape I'm in, the stronger I am, the easier this withdrawal process is going to be, which is going to suck balls, the benzo withdrawal process. But then, oh, my God, friends, if we can, we're going to get through that, and then there's hope. Then this special K therapy, we got to believe it's going to work. <laughs> Even if I just get a placebo effect for a while, think of the things we can do with that. And then I don't think I'm going back to drinking very much. I don't like drinking very much. I like drinking once in a blue moon when it's fun. Other than that, I'll go out for a beer or two because I love my friends. But I developed 
not a great habit of almost every time I was out running up significant tabs. That kind of drinking. I don't want to do that anymore. And I don't think I'm going to. So I have to find better ways to spend my time. And so not only will we do the podcast every day, but there's also, uh, there's, the, there's this great comedy club in downtown Spokane. I've only been there once. It went horrible because I had a bad attitude going in and, and I was too nervous and I got heckled right from the start and no one ever heckles an open mic. And in that moment, my mind snapped, my mind froze. I just wasn't ready for it and it, and it destroyed my next few minutes on stage. But I'm going to start hanging out there all the time. And just hang out with other freaks and geeks like me. Also, meanwhile, we've done 300 or so of these shows now. And so the master plan is pretty quick here. All I got to do is for a month, go through 10 a day and pull out those, those rare diamonds, those rare moments of rhetorical brilliance, which are few and far between, but we'll pull those out. And we, because we have so, there's so much there now. The stuff that I don't plan, the stuff that just happens, the rare moments where, where the head, the heart, the soul align, and, it, and it's just pure. And it's just, that's the stuff we're going to pull. And we're going to make 45 minutes of magic. And that magic is going to get us meetings with some people that we want to have meetings with because we got a pitch or two. And we've got some people to talk to. And I think we're going to be all right. But first, I've got to get through this benzo withdrawal thing, but I'm going to be able to do it because I'm seeing that far. This is how it's going to be. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is the way it's going. Why? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. But I'm dead fucking serious. Thank you, Fishbee. That's, that's nice of you to say. There's a bunch of other questions, but they seem kind of... I mean, do we... Let's... let's what, 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 what else is in the fishbowl? And let's, let's see if we want to answer them. Uh, what's, what's the most compelling argument for a Joe Biden nomination? All right, real fast. Joe Biden made this point, and he's actually right. Joe Biden is probably the only Democrat. He's moderate. He, he, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. But he's probably the only Democrat that legitimately does have a chance to win South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, maybe even Texas. Joe Biden is that guy. That would be the bright side of a Joe Biden nomination. Why are wedding cakes always in the Supreme Court? This happened again, I believe this time it was in Oregon, and, and to me, I don't get it. Like, if there's, it's the same reason that some of my best gay friends just refuse to go to Chick-fil-A and refuse to go to Hobby Lobby. If this place is homophobic, why do you want them to make a cake for you anyway? Why do you want to give them your money? And it just seems easier to go someplace else. But then the answer is they do it to provoke them to say no. So the case goes to the Supreme Court and is activists on both sides. It's, it, it's, it's, it, 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 it just, it's insane. That's why there's always cake cases in the Supreme Court. As global media ombudsman, what do you make of HBO's euphoria? 
this this debuted last night. This is Zendaya's new show, and and this is Zendaya like as a high school student that just got out of she, she's Zendaya's twenty two, but she's playing a seventeen year old that uh, that that just got out of rehab and has no desire to stay sober. So it's so it's Zendaya doing drugs. And then, and then other teenage girls talking a lot about sex, and then everyone goes to this house party where there's lots of naked action, and there's lots of social media, and there's lots more sex, and there's lots more drugs, and there's lots of drama, and that's the pilot. This is Zendaya's new show. This seems like the... I mean, she seems like a sweet young girl. I don't know her. But this seems like when you're trying to break out of the Disney mold, that's what you do. That's why when Miley came out, she went kind of crazy. And now Zendaya is doing a show that is more, it's certainly more risque than fans that have grown up on, on Zendaya. But uh, the show, it's, it seems very well written. Uh, uh, based on the pilot, I'll be watching the second episode. Did Bella Thorne do the right thing by posting her own sexy pictures? Have you heard about this Disney princess? No. Th- this is this is this, this is an interesting. You, you know who Bella Thorne is, right? Yeah. Okay. So this this is an interesting story. Speaking of a uh, former Disney people, but uh, 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 she uh, uh, was sexting, sent 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 a sent a sexy picture to uh, uh, her man, or I don't know her sexuality, her woman. I I don't know. But she sent a sex sexy picture to someone, and she got she got hacked, and 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 someone. Uh, was basically uh, threatening her, like like wanted like a ransom, or he was going to post these sexy photos that Bella Thorne has taken. So Bella Thorne, after a day of this, just says "fuck you" and posts it herself. Like, is that a good move? Yeah. I yeah, I, I say so. I say yeah. I go get him. Yeah, you like that Disney princess? I like that. Yeah, I do too. Okay. I think that well done. Please. That's great. I mean, she cut around the corner and yeah, kind of surprised yeah. them. And yeah, no, I'm all, I'm all about uh, empowerment of all kinds, but especially I would be a feminist if y'all would have me, but most women don't, <laughs> so that's all right. Uh, last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, who writes, did you have the best Father's Day ever? <laughs> Fish B, that's not your question. That's Isaiah's question that might have been. Uh, yeah, I had, I, ha- I had a wonderful Father's Day. I received I received a great card. I received a $1 bill. I also received some brand new cologne and I haven't had cologne in a long time. So that was so that was a very thoughtful gift uh, from the kids. And then yesterday we 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 just hung out at the house and grilled, which was real nice. Uh, 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 my brother came over, he's a father too. And uh, unfortunately, this is kind of funny. Uh, Grandma Great, 93, old as the queen, couldn't come over. Why? Could, and it was, it was sad that she. But why couldn't she come over? She had she. And th- this is the kind of thing that a proper British woman says. Uh, she uh, her 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 caboose had a had 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 something about the trots. There's something about the trots and something about her caboose. So why uh, why being 93 is not easy. So she couldn't she couldn't make it. Time for. Paleta Bola de Fuego, the greatest finale in the history of podcast finales. Who wants to hear some? Bitcoin. It was way down. Now it's back up to $9,300, a 13-month high. Should I take back everything I said about Bitcoin? 
Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a money guy. Boeing says they're open to the idea of changing the name of the Boeing Max Jet. How about you be open to the idea of not selling people planes with a, you know, a feature that's going to have a nose that makes it crash into the fucking ground not once but twice and you knew about it and I love Boeing. It kills me to say this. I'm a Seattle guy for God's sake. Megadeth's Dave Mustaine. This kills me. I came out. He has throat cancer. I grew up on Megadeth. I love Me Dave Mustaine. That's awful. We wish Dave nothing but health. Uh, 25 years ago today, you know what was happening? Uh, uh, the Disney princess has no idea. She's 28. But 28, or excuse me, 25 years ago today, I was, I was glued to the television because, I mean, I was like in kindergarten, but I, I was watching it. Um, that's not true. Uh, uh, the uh, OJ Bronco chase on the freeway that froze the nation. Just for hours, that, do you know what, even what I'm talking about? No. When I say the OJ Bronco chase, you don't even know what cultural reference that is? No, no, I know who OJ is. I just don't know about this. He had, he had a white Bronco and his friend Al Cowlings, and they, had, and they had a gun, and he was wanted by police, and they just went driving on the freeway in L.A. for like an hour and a half before eventually pulling into his house. It was and cop, it was it was it was live like on every single TV station. It was the weirdest fucking thing. And then uh, uh, rest in peace uh, and uh, our best wishes to the Silver Fox Anderson Cooper, his mom, fashion icon, socialite Gloria Vanderbilt, died today uh, uh, at the age of ninety-five. Uh, luckily, uh, those of you that. Uh, are fortunate enough to uh, have HBO. Uh, if not, just just text me and I'll uh, I'll, I'll give you uh, my access code. What? Do I, I'm kidding. Uh, but the uh, uh, the the nothing left unsaid documentary with him and his mom uh, couldn't have been more poignant. And, and now you know, thank God he was able to uh, to do something like that. So anyway, Anderson, you are you are the best, sir. Uh, everyone, have a good night. My thank yous to the Disney princess. Good job. You, you talk about a day. This poor girl has had a day. So now we're going to go relax. <laughs> all right. My, all right. So thanks to the Disney princess. Thanks, Fish B. Yep, 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 yep. Thank you, Paleta Bola de Fuego. Uh, all goes well. We'll be back tomorrow. Maybe. <laughs>